0: Hi, welcome back to another episode of New Steeple. Same people. This is the podcast where we talk about lots of things that happen in church and why they happen, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, today we thought it would be a, a neat conversation to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit on our worship services and what goes into kind of crafting and creating a worship experience.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this conversation. And by the way, I'm Scott... And my name is Jeff. And uh, we kind of are the ones who really uh, uh, put a lot of time and effort into every Sunday. And, and you know, worship is kind of where we, it's kind of our sweet spot, right? Um, and so, you know, Jeff, you're the worship, worship minister here.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, my job is basically uh, Monday, pick out one song, Tuesday, pick out a second song, and by Sunday, <laughs> we're there. We're there,
0: seven songs. <laughs> you know, if we had a longer week, maybe we would... Yeah. A lot more, but you know, there's a lot. There's a lot to crafting a worship service, and for for normal, the normal Sunday, you could walk into a church anywhere in America, and and things could be somewhat similar, and some things could be vastly different.
1: Yeah, very much so. Uh, each church has its own identity, right? And uh, the way they do things, uh, the songs that they sing, uh, the way that they, the way they sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so. Uh, let's just explore a little bit about what we do here at Johnson Street.
0: Yeah, so every church has a rhythm. Every church has a personality, and and we've been doing this. Um, really, this church has been here for over a hundred years, and and you know that the process, the uh, worship environment, has changed. You know, we the old joke is if you go into any Church of Christ in America, you would have uh, two songs, a prayer. Three songs and then you'd have the sermon or, or communion and then a song and whatever that looks like. You, you had a natural rhythm to a Church of Christ worship service, and the same could be said about Baptist services.
1: And we, you know, we definitely have our own kind of rhythm here at Johnson Street. Uh, we'll mix it up every now and then, but but there's some uh, comfort in that yeah, uh, yeah. that rhythm, and people can know what to expect. That's right.
0: I I like that. You you could say routine. You could say liturgy. You know, I like rhythm because it. It really, kind of, it's it's our speed. You know, really, the rhythm is the speed of this church, and and worship is one of those one of those areas where where really a, a church's personality kind of comes out. And so, there's a lot to crafting a worship service.
1: So let's kind of talk about what our process is. Okay. Um, so we, you and I get together on Tuesdays, yep. um, and we just kind of meet, and we kind of debrief a little bit from the previous Sunday. Yeah, what worked, what didn't. And then we start talking about, you know, where we're going. And um, why don't you share a little bit about kind of where you're coming from on your side of things with the sermon. Okay, so,
0: you know, it, whenever I first started preaching, um, I had come from an environment where, where we did sermon series, and and it was really more of a of uh, either textual or a topical uh, conversation over about, you know, anywhere from four to seven weeks, right? And I've learned that people don't have really long attention spans. However, they don't really want a bunch of one-off sermons either, you know. They don't want to just come in and not really know what we're talking about. There's some excitement there, but also the the rhythm is not, you know, it's, it's a little jarring, you know. So for me, what I like to do is I, I, I look at my year and I like to see you know kind of where is God leading this church family. What are the things we need to be discussing and talking about? Um, some of them are very personal things, same things that I've I've really kind of rooted into Scripture. and I really want to talk about this or that, or or um, maybe some things are are you know contextual, like you know our our world is going through this or that, and we need to discuss some of these issues, and, and who you know, where better to discuss it than this particular text. And so that's, those are some of the things that I'll do. So I'll actually craft out my entire year, and it's very loose, but, but I've got some ideas. And I remember the very first time that I, I, I gave my, uh, my uh, elders you know, uh, a year and a half schedule, and they looked at it, and it was just they didn't know what to say. They had never seen that before. And they're like, wow, you've really planned this out. And I'm like, it's, it's a little loose, but, but I think these are some things we need to discuss. So for me, uh, that's what I'm doing for most of the week is I'm just you know thinking through the questions. I have a lot of questions about text and, and I've learned if, you, if you're reading Scripture and you're not asking questions, you're probably not reading it closely enough there's a lot of questions that I have and so that's what I do and and I know for you, whenever we meet I ask you questions that I've been kind of wrestling
1: through mm-hmm. yeah I, I love the uh, the partnership that we have and yeah. kind of working through things together and and so what happens then is I kind of take you know your idea and, and kind of where you're wanting to uh, go that Sunday and the things that you're really wanting people to hear and, and digest for the week and then I start you know thinking about songs that kind of, uh, support that and, and encourage that um, thought. Um, and I go and and there's a lot of things that, that go into it that people may not realize. And I don't know if this you will just be open the hymnal <laughs> interesting there. or not. You know, they've got the, the old songbooks had the little topical index and so right, you can right. find keywords. Um, and I do that a little bit. You know, I'll search for keywords and, and find songs that uh, kind of go along with the, the theme for that day. But then I also... <laughs> Uh, look for songs that are similar in um, kind of tone, and like rhythm. Um, you know, it's kind of, it can be a little jarring to have a slow song and then a fast song and then a right. slow song. And so I, I try to create little medleys uh, of songs, um, also finding songs that are in the same key, uh, which to somebody who's not musically inclined, that makes no difference at all. But I think it, even if they don't understand it, it creates this, uh, sense of, of flow and connection and, and connection yeah. that uh, is kind of subliminal um, but really i think it helps the whole service to to really flow together well and,
0: and you know you do this really well but whenever i whenever i see the average person come in i mean none of us are average right <laughs> but whenever i see the average person come into church you know i know they have just come from a world that does this very well i mean you know the only the only issues that I have now is that some of the streaming apps like CNN or Fox or or you know whatever some of these newscasts are a lot of the commercials they don't have this standard level of volume mm-hmm. and so it's jarring whenever one commercial comes up and it's really loud and the other one comes up and it's really soft because that's that's annoying but that's the same thing that I feel in a worship service whenever you have this really great happy song and you
1: go right into a dirge.
0: You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you just don't do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we want the service to always, always point to God. Right. I mean, that's what it's all about. And when something happens or occurs that uh, takes people away from that, then I think we're doing them a disservice to, uh, you know, interrupt that uh, that concentration and that um, focus on Him. Yeah,
0: and we'll talk a little bit, because I want to hear kind of how you plan and some of these ideas. But But we've got several elements in our worship that that need to connect and so we've got um, kind of our our maybe an opening song or a welcome mm-hmm. you know and we've got to make sure the welcome
1: and you know our welcome is um, mainly geared toward our visitors mm-hmm. or new people we want to share some information uh, that they may not be aware of things about the facility things right. like that and and so it's important for our members to know that mm-hmm. that time may not be for them and it May seem they may get tired of hearing the same old thing, but for somebody who's visiting for the first time, they may need to know where they can take their kids, right. If If what number to. to call exactly. So, uh, that welcome time is, is really geared toward our, our, our visitors.
0: Um, we also have a communion that we,
1: yeah, at some point during the service, will lead into a time of, of communion, and I love that time. You know, um, I know some churches will say that, uh, you know, that's the, the most important time of the service. I don't know if there is a most important time. I think everything that we do uh, during our time of worship is, is important. Right. Um, but it's it's a wonderful time of just community and being together as the body of Christ and remembering what Jesus has done for us. And, and people take that time really personally.
0: Definitely. So if it's not done well, we hear about it. Yeah. If it's not done um, as if it's not focused on as much as they think it should be focused on. We hear about it.
1: <laughs> and, and everyone has their own opinion and idea of how it should be, and so that can make things difficult. If we mean. don't have
0: two prayers, we hear about it. Yeah. If we only have one prayer, we, we don't just, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. We hear about it.
1: Um, but, you know, getting different uh, people to help with that yeah. Um, yeah. Is, is really a great part of it. Um, and I try to give them some some guidance and, you know, let them know what our theme for the day is, if they can uh, tie a thought in to that. Great, if not, um, you know I don't I don't force it on them because I don't want it to feel forced. Um, and some some men, it might be their first time to ever get up in front of a, a large crowd, and so if they just get up there and maybe read a scripture or say a prayer, you know I'm I'm great with that. Just the fact that they're getting up and, and doing it is is cool to me. So.
0: And it is interesting that that if somebody gets up and seems a little nervous, you know someone will 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 comment wow, he seemed nervous. And I'm like, yeah, that was his first time. And how awesome is that? Yeah. You know, that someone's participating in this. Because, you know, this is this is one of those formational moments, right?
1: You know, totally. in both the listener and the presenter. Yeah. So let's just all have a little grace yeah. and understanding and, and support right. each other.
0: Okay. So then something new we've added since COVID, because really COVID has changed really how we do worship. Probably across the board yeah and, and and now because we know we've got people watching at home, we have a kids element that we've we've tried to tie into this and and you know we've had kids for Kiali the offering we know we support a children's home in Kitali, Africa, which is in Kenya and and we we have had a great relationship with them but we want to make sure that these kids who give, that they are involved in some way because they may not really get everything that I'm saying in the, in the sermon. The, I don't get everything. I, 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 I don't either. I just say it, you know. But so what is that like?
1: Yeah, you know, we, like you said, it's kind of started with COVID when people were, you know, having to stay in their homes. And and we really, since our kids weren't getting to go to, to Bible class or go to their one-way right. Uh, right. children's worship experience, we wanted them to still, still feel a part of, of the body and and so our children's minister, Elizabeth O'Brien, um, you know, we started working together and, and filming these little JSK moment videos where she could address the kids and have some kind of encouraging thought and, and lesson for them. And, you know, even once we started meeting back at the building together, you know, they I think the adults had kind of really started loving the JSK moments too. too. And so we, you know, decided to keep them and, and just keep doing them. And so I'll take, you know, what your theme is going to be for the sermon and talk to Elizabeth about, about that and kind of give her some ideas and some scriptures. And then I just let her, you know, run with it. And she thinks about it and, and prays she about runs it well. with it and she comes up with some great <laughs> ideas. And so we'll, we'll film it and I'll edit it. And, uh, it's, they turn out great.
0: And we've done everything from on location shoots to flannel graph, fun, flannel, flannel what is it? Fun with flannel. Yep, yep. That, that, the people love it. And, there's this sense that, yeah, we know it's coming, but we don't really know what's coming. And so I think yeah. it's exciting. Yeah.
1: And hopefully the kids are getting something out of it, and it's just a way to involve uh, our children, because they are an important part they are. Uh, of the body here. So
0: They are, because if we're not including our children now, then what's to make them think when they get older that they are going to be included then either? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so then we get to sermon time, and, uh, and then after that, we usually have um, kind of a responsive song. I mean, honestly, in today's world, people—it's changed are, it's over the changed. years, hasn't it? People, people don't really come down to the front like they used to, and I don't blame them because in the past we haven't always been great with non-judgmental <laughs> looks as people, you know, go down the aisle that 80, 80 feet. Yeah, that's a a long it's a, that, long, that's a walk. long walk, and you got to be very committed. So so now we've got people all around the room, uh, elders and, and elders and their wives, and and they'll. They'll be available for prayer, and sometimes people will go to one of them in the back, and then they make their way up to me at some point, maybe even after the service, and and so it's it's changed a little bit. Yeah, and then we kind of have what is it our our kind of our closing moment.
1: Yeah, we like to have one of our shepherds uh, come up and and just offer a prayer or a, a blessing over the congregation to kind of close things up. And
0: yeah, so they'll they'll usually you know make probably some little announcement you know but they'll try to end with uh, with with a prayer or a blessing and then we have a closing song kind yeah. of ish, uh, ushering people out and
1: I think it's important to, to note that you know this isn't the only way to do things it's we're not the be-all end-all of of planning a service um, right. and so we may experiment with mixing things up and changing things around from time to time we should do uh,
0: a an episode on that kind of elements, things, why we do some of the things that we do in there. Yeah. important. Maybe that'll be next. All right. So now what I want to talk about, since we kind of know what we do is I, I really want to hear about kind of maybe how you plan, how you craft this worship service, some of the things that, that you really take into account. We have a few minutes left. I just kind of want to hear, hear about that.
1: Sure. So um, there's a, a, an author, Bob Coughlin, um, he's written a couple of great books. Uh, Worship matters. I um, can't remember the name of his most recent one. I think it's like, um, well, I can't remember. Uh, True worshippers, I think, is what it is. And um, so I've I've kind of based a lot of this idea from from some of his stuff. Um, planning, you know, when I was when I was in high school, uh, middle school, uh, you know, leading songs at a church, there it wasn't uncommon to. Uh, just have a list of songs of my favorite songs in the songbook, and if I showed up Sunday morning and they needed a song leader, I was ready to rock and roll because I had my list of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of with the uh, technology advancement of PowerPoint and having projection of of music, we've had to do a little more planning, right. um, which I think has been good for churches um, to put more thought into what we're doing and why we're doing it, and so. There is a lot of prayer and planning that goes into each worship service, and I think that's important for people to know that it's not just something that's right. thrown together at the last minute. Yeah. Um, and so there are kind of four four steps that I want to focus on. And uh, number one is that uh, I plan uh, thematically. And this is the idea kind of like what you talked about with, you know, knowing your sermon, um, knowing your... Uh, series and kind of where you're going, uh, what we're talking about. Um, A service is always, you know, I always like to start with just some high energy uh, praise and adoration. Uh, Just, you know, we're all here, and God is good, and he is worthy of our praise, and and so we just want to start off with uh, just some some great songs of praise. Um, And then eventually kind of gearing in towards focusing more in on what you're going to be talking about and kind of having this overall theme for the day. Yeah. And
0: thematically is important too. And I remember whenever I first started out really working at a church, uh, I noticed there were five different messages going on every Sunday. You know, the welcomer had his little message and a little quip or whatever he was saying. Then the worship leader had kind of their message. And then the communion guy, he would have a particular message and the sermon would come up with their message and the elder would come up at the end and he would say something completely different. And so we're all just kind of leaving thinking, so what just happened? I guess we'll just remember what we just heard, which was probably the elder. And sometimes if, if that was long, you, and you forgot everything the preacher said. yeah. And so I, you know, I remember I was telling my, uh, our preacher at the time, I said, hey, let's, let's keep everything into one idea. Have you and yeah. I've heard you
1: ask that to me? Yeah, I'll, I'll ask you know what's what's give me one sentence or one what's the main thing you want people to take away from today and, and really be focused on this. One? And that's
0: not easy, but but it's something we need to do. Yeah, so yeah, I get the whole thematic because that's that's hugely important.
1: And and that's one of the reasons I try not to talk very much um, when I'm up there. Uh, one, I just I get really nervous when I speak in front of people, so. Uh, There's that, but I also don't want to, you know, kind of go off on a tangent and and split up the the message. I like to, you know, let you do your thing and kind of keep the songs speaking for themselves. That's great. Um, The second thing, so that's planning thematically. Uh, The next thing is to plan progressively. Um, And I don't use that word in the sense of progressive versus conservative. Right. um, But it's the idea of uh, having some motion. Uh, to be moving somewhere, to have kind of a, a flow and a rhythm right. of the service. There's a point. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're moving towards something. It's yeah. not just uh, a whole bunch of different things broken up into into different things, yeah. but yeah. having a lot of uh, connection and, and flow throughout the, the service, I think, is important.
0: And, and that's the way we're wired. I mean, everything we watch, you know, all the social media, not social media really, but... I mean, but even still, TikToks and all these little three things, they, they're all leading to something. They're not just random and scattered, you know. The, the, the TV shows, the movies, the novels, everything leads to something.
1: Yeah, and, and what's really important in that is uh, our transitions. when We're going from, you know, a welcome into some worship time with songs and into a communion, trying to have as little... Uh, jarring breaks in right. there as possible to, to take people out of the moment. Um, third is uh, to plan contextually. And kind of what I mean by that is um, just knowing kind of not only in that one service where we're going, but, you know, throughout the next few weeks or, or months and, and knowing kind of your whole theme and, and even where we're going for the next one. Um, just to have some ideas that there's movement uh, going forward. Yeah. So if there's a,
0: if we're in a sermon, uh, you know, two of a six part series, then you may not want to to really put everything on the table yet, right? I yeah.
1: Mean, and like you know, I've if I've got a song that fits really well with the you know the, the sermon series. You know, I may not want to use it right away. Just. Use that one for, you know, something more in particular in the series later. Um, so just having those things in thought and, and knowing. But also, like what you mentioned earlier about uh, knowing kind of what's going on in the world and in our community. And there may come, things may come up where we need to, you know, speak directly to to some of those right. things. So having that context is yeah. important, too. Yeah.
0: That's good.
1: And then uh, lastly is to plan creatively. And to, um, you know, it's, it's easy to get stuck in a rut. Um, to just kind of do the same things over and over again. Uh, but it's, I think, you know, God made us in his image. Mm-hmm. And God is a God of creativity. And I think he, you know, has given us the gift to be creative too. And so that may mean something like, you know, singing a new song. And, you know, just something to, uh, you know, if, if congregations aren't singing any songs that have been written in the last 20 years, that kind of makes me sad, because there's been a lot of good, good a lot music, of good music that's, yeah. that's been written. Um, there's been a lot of great music written in the last 200 years. Um, so I, I really like to have kind of a balance mm-hmm. of, you know, I don't like to say, well, I've got three new songs, so I better have three old songs. It's not like that. Um, it's all geared toward, toward God and kind of the theme for the day. Um, but I do try to have... Um, some newer and some older you know i have i have my favorite songs oh yeah um and there are some songs i don't really care for but i know that those may be somebody else's favorite songs and so there's plenty of times that i'll lead songs and choose songs that i don't particularly enjoy that don't speak to me but i know they speak to somebody right and so i think it's important to to always you know have a balance and include that because we really have to know our audience too i mean you gotta know your audience totally
0: and you know that's why we don't necessarily do fog machines or any. Although I have one in order, I'm just kidding. You know, but it's why we don't do fog machines or these big, you know, sometimes elaborate um, things because that's that's not necessarily who we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and that that's neither good nor bad. I mean, you know, other other churches will have a whole different song set sure. list than we do. And you know, and we don't use instruments on a Sunday morning, so. Some of the songs that we may want to sing may not really sound good a cappella, mm-hmm. and so you have to take that into account. Yeah, definitely. So there's people who have different arrangements, and um, and so you know, the thing that I, I really appreciate about this whole creative approach is that is that you know, what we do in planning for you know, February the 7th is the same thing we'll use planning for Easter. I mean, we're not. We're not like saying, okay, Easter's really, this really matters. So we got to make sure we plan really, really well. I mean, we, play, we try to make sure that every Sunday matters. Yeah. I mean, Easter is important because, you know, most people will only come on Easter or around Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure that, that, you know, we may include a little bit of a wider array of elements
1: on and, Easter. And, yeah, and special events, kind of like our Christmas Eve right, service. Right. You know, we may be even a little more creative then, and, and get to do some some things there that may not work as well on a Sunday morning. I yeah, think. but but yeah, that's that's fun to get to do
0: that. And so the thing that I really appreciate, and I think you said this as we were kind of preparing for this for this conversation, is that is that some people will say, "Well, you don't want to plan too much because you might plan the spirit out of it." <laughs> and 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 your response is what? Yeah,
1: I mean, the Holy Spirit can work in the planning just as well, if not as much as, you know, in that just spur-of-the-moment spontaneous uh, yeah. moment. So, you know, letting the Spirit work, and, and prayer is so vital in that. And I, you know, I just want people to know that every Friday or Saturday, um, I'll, I'll walk the auditorium and, and kind of walk around the aisles and try to get my steps in, but I'm also just praying for yeah. the people that are going to be there that weekend. Yeah. Um, I've, I've kind of learned where certain people sit so I can even be, you know, kind of uh, real specific on who I'm praying for when I'm walking different parts of the room. Yeah, that's great. Um, but, yeah, you know, we want people to connect with God. And we know that, that that Sunday worship time is not, I mean, that's not what Christianity is all about. It's, right. you know, about the rest of the week and, and living our lives for Jesus. But that time is important, yeah, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. And, and I think whenever we... We really boil it all down. The reason we do what we do is to point people to Jesus and to make sure that they know that there is more for them. There is a life and a future and a hope. And this is the moment we get to celebrate that together and to let each other know, hey, we're not the only ones in this crazy adventure. This is all of us together. And how cool is it that that throughout the week we probably rarely connect or cross paths. But on Sunday, the world gathers together and does the same uh, with a little bit of different rhythms. We do the same thing with different rhythms. And I mean, that's beautiful to me. And for us just to not approach it with awe and reverence and humility means that we we don't realize what we're doing. And so so that's what we try to do each, each week is, you know, every time Sunday's over, I immediately start thinking, okay, next Sunday, this is what we need to be doing. And it, Sunday's always coming, you know, <laughs> but, but I really appreciate all the work that you put in and, and, and the spirit you have. Cause I mean, really you've helped our church see God more clearly. Oh, thanks. I think that that's great. So well,
1: it's, it's been a joy to, uh, to work with you and, and, Uh, plan these things out together it's just it's been a blessing in my life
0: well how about next time we um you know one of the things we talk about is is really more of why we have some of the elements that we have in here like why do we have a praise team why do we maybe we'll talk about that next and then we'll kind of get a little deeper into our our environment of our
1: worship service yeah and as always if you have any uh, questions the things that we didn't uh, discuss or bring up Feel free to uh, you know comment uh, there or send us an email. We'd love to have a conversation with you.
0: Yeah, we love the conversation. Uh, but for now, uh, have a great have a great afternoon. We'll talk to you soon.
1: God bless.